Hey everyone, and welcome back to my Placadian podcast. So, I had a very interesting conversation with a coworker who was shocked that I didn't watch the um, coronation of uh, Prince, oh my God, our king the king, I guess I should say, of, um, yeah, I, <laughs> sorry, I'm struggling to find the words, because uh, they're getting cut in my throat. Um, so yeah, and um, I was like, Oh, you know, I, um, I caught the highlight reel, I guess, on the news. Um, but they were like, Oh, well, you know, we made a day of it, we got up and we like really early here in Canada, you know, it's like, several hours like um uh, behind and so they were watching it live and all that stuff and I was like oh that's so nice you know I'm glad you enjoyed yourself whatever but they made it seem like I was uh obligated to and I was like nah nah so (laughs) I I um I think it you know people have really strong reactions around um I guess my take on, you know, not really uh, being that into, into it. So um, let's talk about it. So me and my best girlfriend, we many years ago now, well, uh, went to go see um, the, you know, movie uh, Wakanda, uh, the Marvel movie in theaters, of course. And, uh, we, uh, you know, one of the wonderful things about, uh, the movie theater that we went to, uh, you know, you get, they were, you know, we're bougie, you know, this, you know, this about me, bougie, bougie person. And so, and so was my, <laughs> so was my friend Nadine. Anyway, so you get wine and popcorn. We picked this theater particularly because, you know, they serve you alcohol drugs. Anyway, so we're there, we're having our wine and we almost like did a spit take um, when, you know, uh, Zuri, Shuri in the movie, she says, you know, she calls, I can't remember his name, like uh, the guy from like the government agency, a colonizer. And she's like, and we look at each other and we almost do a spit take on our wine because we know that in our heart of hearts, <laughs> from, you know, now on, this is going to be a shorthand that we are going to be using for, frankly, colonizers. <laughs> and we were like, why, why hasn't this been part of our vocabulary? Like, we just, we have that moment where we just understand each other. You know, we've been friends, you know, <laughs> for 25 plus years. You know, we know when we're going to give each other that look. We're like, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the point is of this, it, it brought me back this conversation about me, you know, not, um, uh, you know, waking up early and, you know, making it mandated for me to, um, 
celebrate the um, coronation is that colonizers <laughs> have a real problem with people questioning and challenging the process of colonization and, you know, um, having that sort of pushback. So that's what's happening. Like, it's just this, I have to, it was this very weird expectation that I, as you know, a Canadian, doesn't matter that I'm, you know, a black Canadian of, you know, Bajan, uh, you know, heritage that, uh, you know, she thought that I would be fully engaged in participating in this. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, you know, and I just played it off really cool. I didn't, you know, this is a place of business. I didn't get into this whole thing about like, you know, schooling her on colonization and blah, blah, blah. But I was just like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, it's, it's fraught with problems. But you know what I mean? I was just like, as a white, you know, Canadian woman, she thought that there was nothing but good to be celebrated. I mean, it's like, did you not check the news? Did you not read about, you know, just the various controversies that have been going on with, you know, like the choice of crowns and the images and, you know, like the diamonds and their history, you know, basically the history of this entire, you know, British royal family, you know, like, it's just, you know, like, the focus entirely of, you know, oh, it's so much fun to, to see a king being crowned, you know, that could be her focus. And it is at the expense of the dehumanization of other and the very real traumatic experiences of other um, people. And so when people want to sweep all that under the rug so that they could have a nice fun day, that's where we fall into these problems and these issues because if you want this to be a part of modern life, you know, just as you can easily say that, you know, oh, that happened so long ago, so did the, you know, policies and practices that made this a thing, <laughs> the thing that a king uh, existing is an archaic old practice. So, you know, you can't just, you know, pick one and not the other. If you want this to be relevant and valid, then so is the ills of colonization. So you, you can't just, you know, just sort of choose and pick which ones favor you. But that's sort of exactly what's happening with these practices. And so when 
you know, I say, let's have a conversation about this, you know, when, you know, as I, you know, mentioned my family is from Barbados. And so, you know, just uh, last year in 2022, you know, they um, severed ties or, you know, not had the, the, the queen as their head of state and just sort of, you know, had that process, you know, separating themselves to, to, to mark that, um, shift in saying, yeah, colonization is wrong. And we're, we're saying that, and we're not blaming, you know, we're not saying that this is a thing, but we can't stay in the past. We're saying that, yes, we need to move forward. We need to acknowledge this wrong and move forward. If you want to have the king still, then other countries can say, I want to be independent of that. People can say, I don't want to be a part of this. People can say, it's wrong that your wealth is built on this process. Let's have a conversation about it. When you're parading around, you know, the wealth that was stolen and the lives that were sacrificed for it, we need to have a conversation around why this makes people so uncomfortable and why um, you can still benefit from it, but we can't talk about how it disadvantaged others. You know, that's where this is going. And we're not going to just ignore it because you want to have a fancy party and you want to only focus on the positive. That's just not the way it works. And to silence other voices is at the very root cause of why people are so against it that there's not even an option to have a conversation about how somebody that's not a colonizer would view this day. One of the things that I find so frustrating, uh, and this is just, you know, about racism in general, is that people love to cling to traditions and the way things are always done. Whenever someone says, oh, it's just a tradition, or that's always, you know, that's just been done forever. Um, They're usually <sighs> they're usually um, trying to build a case for um, <laughs> they're trying to build a case for something that they know they have no case for. And all they can lean on is history. And when people start, you know, questioning that history, they get really uncomfortable because they know um, without it, uh, 
there's really no argument. (laughs) That's generally what I find. So I think that one of the things that makes people so uncomfortable with this idea of, you know, starting to, you know, return artifacts from the peoples and the, you know, lands they were stolen from, um, you know, and recognizing uh, the wrongs behind that. It it starts to break down their foundations of righteousness. And it's a very uncomfortable place for these people to occupy. They won't have that ability to, you know, think that, you know, it's wrong. It's wrong that it was stolen, you know, and we're better than that. Like they won't see it as growth. They'll see it as loss. And in a ideal world, they would shift their thinking to to see the the power in undoing a wrong. And they would see that as a beneficial process and um, movement. But instead, we have the opposite of this clinging to this idea of um, the past doesn't matter when we all know that it holds a lot of power. And what needs to happen, and I'm using Barbados, my people, as an example is, you know, having this movement towards, you know, being, severing these, um, these chains of colonization to sort of break away from this and, you know, make it an example, you know, make it a, um, to lead this way into this new future, into envisioning um, the world um, free of these 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 um, these boundaries, these oppressions, you know, just sort of moving that forward. Of course, we can't change the past, but we can acknowledge it, acknowledge the power that it holds and try to find solutions and a way forward that corrects 
the wrongs that were done because colonization is wrong. We have to stop pretending like it was, you know, okay. And, you know, it was um, because people, you know, had the ability to do it, that it was not still wrong. You know, it's just those things where we have to say, as a people, do we want to be better or just stay stuck and there's nothing wrong with acknowledging you know this process if you know we need to take baby steps away you know I I, I don't you know if your head of state is this key you know this person and that's you know works well I, I think you know okay but i think what um needs to happen is that there's you know a shifting away from that idea i think that's um a way to correct the colonization piece but i think that uh it's one of those things that you know I think that's great, but I think what would have made it even more meaningful and to really show the reflect the world and not be stuck in a world that no longer exists in the past is if this coronation really... Um, acknowledged the elephant in the room <laughs> and you know that would have been groundbreaking that would have been truly something to behold and I would have definitely definitely uh tuned in so um thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next time